Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're just not gonna do a cold open. Okay, that's fine. I mean, you know, I don't know what the fans really want with the, the like. I don't know. I'm getting no feedback on it, but mm-hmm. kind of nice. But uh, you know, you, you do what you do what you have to do, I guess. Um, this we got a we got a fun little little episode, I guess. But um, you know, we'll we'll figure it out as we go along. How's your how's your day going, by the way? It's been good. I got new uh, kind of cable back. Um. It's like redneck engineering, but decent. Um, it's class, or I'm going to have class today. I'm applying for a job officially tomorrow, so that should be fun. Dude? Yeah. Applying for work, too. Nice. Didn't but, make uh, any pasta. Didn't make any pasta? Yeah. No. Well, I guess on that, we're just going to go ahead and roll it on in, because I do have some pasta to start stirring. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises. It is episode 99, the final double-digit episode, and the final time we can use a normal top three series driver's number ever again. I am your host, Anthony Dietrich, who I am on a Bolognese watch basically means that every 20 minutes I have to get up, I have a timer, and I have to stir the sauce to make sure that nothing bad happens to it. I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime, someone who doesn't even know what a bolognese is, an uncultured swine, some would say, Kevin Costello. What's good, my dude? Yeah, yeah. so my last name's Costello, but that is not Italian, so yes, I am a fraud. Um, speaking of frauds, we will be having a tier list that we will be going over later in this episode as our season preview for NASCAR, but for now... Uh, yeah, things are going good. Excited for the Super Bowl this weekend. Joe, Joe Shishi, uh, take us to the promised land. Take America to the promised land. And uh, after that, man, we're in full swing of racing. The, the, the nickname, the Joe Shiesty. Joe Shiesty? Yeah. You don't I, know I about mean, that? I know. I've heard of it, but did, didn't know that was really a thing. It's Joe Burr, Joe Shishi, Shiesty, whatever it is. And then, uh, yeah, it, it's part of the culture. You want to get it. Oh man, I guess I, I guess I just don't get it. No. Um, but yeah, we're gonna be doing some tier ranking. We're gonna be doing our um, well, I guess where we this is our season preview episode, so we're gonna go through, make a little bit of predictions, and we'll have our um, our playoff drivers and whatnot. We got a couple of fun categories to work with, and you guys at home can yell at us for what you think. Um, but first things first, Kevin. Um, what did you think about the uh, the clash this past weekend? Yeah, it was about what I expected, a fun event. Um, I mean, I think it accomplished everything it needed to accomplish. I think it could be great 
long term as the All Star race. Um, I've heard that too. I think it would be I better don't in Texas. <laughs> think I mean okay. So the the clash. If you look at the clash, the the point of the clash is to build hype for the Daytona 500. I don't think this race did that. I think it accomplished some other great things, but the primary purpose purpose of that specific race is to build hype for the 500. It gives a preview of what the 500 is going to look like. We didn't get that. We got a top speed of 80. So, I, I mean, it, overall, like I, I definitely called the event a success, but especially with the ratings and the attendance at the end. But overall, yeah, I saw like eight. Yeah, that was I was having so much fun, honestly, watching it. And I know that I need to apologize um, because I think when this race first was announced, I was like on the side of, oh, this isn't really going to be that much fun. Like, this is kind of stupid. We're like making all these teams go out there, which I mean, again, you know, not always the best logistically. But from what I heard, a lot of what the guy, the teams were bringing out there were their show cars, essentially. Like they were the ones they were using in testing. Like they're not the real uh, what they're going to use next week at Daytona. So, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I'm sure Eric Almirola sure hopes not. Um, But, you know, I, I definitely it my expectations were low, which meant that it couldn't really disappoint me. And I think it exceeded my expectations tenfold. I had a great time. Did I really want to spend that much time watching a race to watch Joey Logano win it? No, of course not. But, you know, I mean, how many times have I said that in a weekend? So You know what I forgot about? I was supposed to introduce this episode because guess what, bitches? Oh, yeah, you did pick the winner. Predicted the winner. I am one for one on the season. Does that mean I have to do, like, the Steve Lavender random generator thing and retire while i'm on talent because i am one for one in that shout out martin truex i mean i've got my account and the podcast doing it so i need to remember to do that um Uh man i think we should have added more categories to this now that i'm doing this (laughs) i got so many drivers in fringe it's like damn we Um, will share our screenshots uh yeah we'll post this on on twitter Yeah. yeah we'll we'll post this on the um on the account so yeah, no, I mean, congratulations on getting it right. I was close, though. I did pick Kyle Busch, and yes. it, I wasn't very far off. I think because I didn't get any other picks, I'll give you five bonus points to start the season. Is that fair? Or do you want ten? Of course you want ten, but I love yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> you don't give me an option. <laughs> yeah. I think I think five bonus points is pretty fair for a race that, like, That's we fair. had no idea what was going to happen. I mean, yeah. you know, starting with – when did you start watching the race? So I picked it up around Heat 2. Oh, I watched every heat. Okay, um, good. I I will say, like, I was very worried after all the heats because I'm like, the leader led every lap and the LCQ. Yeah. The first one, the leader led every lap, and then the second one, as we know, all hell broke loose. And I was like, this is... Oh, it started getting ridiculous. You put Ty yeah. Dillon in a race, I guess all of a sudden everyone's just going to forget how brakes work. I mean, Ty Dillon did everything he could to win and lose the race. It, it was it was like watching someone on like a, a, an old PlayStation NASCAR Thunder game just plow through the field and uh-huh. have a complete disregard for everyone in it. It was it was incredible. Don't it wrong. was entertaining for sure, yeah. but I mean, I don't after a while every single spin like whether it was Ty Dillon's fault or not, he was in it. Mm. it. It was getting a little out of hand by the end of it. Um Yeah, I think like Good for Ty Dillon because I think he. I honestly like. We're Ty not Dillon calling him by the correct name. It's three-time stage winner Ty Dillon. 
he was one of those guys that I was like, I know he has a full time cup ride, but they're gonna say his name like during the the pace laps of the five hundred, and I'm gonna forget about him until the rest he, of the season. So like, it's good Brian for him Scott for at least showing up. He's like Brian yeah. Scott right now, where it's just it's not because he's in a petty car. It's legitimately like, shit, I forgot he was racing. But uh, yeah, you know, I mean, he made it interesting, and he he technically did win the race, and then uh. You know, uh, did the same thing he did in an earlier restart, where he just jumped the field, and mm. you can't, you can't do that. You, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, you know that's that's your fault there, bud. But um, I mean, at the end of the day, we still got a Rick Ware win technically. Rick Ware won that race. He, per, well, Priest, but you know what I mean, like fair. a Rick Ware. I mean, like I. I can't. I can't take it away from him. Can't like, take it away from Priest. Yeah, GGS. So yeah, the, I mean that happened. We we've. I guess if you want to start the season any wackier, I mean, good luck. Because genuinely speaking, I, I don't know how it's going to get crazier than Rick Ware pulling out a win in an LCQ race. But yeah, the the second one was great. I mean, we also learned we can beat the shit out of these cars a lot better than we could last year, which I think is like beat- the biggest. Um, we can like, beat the shit out of each other without getting tire rubs, which is so nice. It's it's really convenient. I mean, dude, they were they were beating and banging, and it yeah. was very rare that they were spinning out unless they were like you know really low in the gear. So the car has good grip. The car doesn't get a tire rub like you said, and you know if you try this with a Gen Six car, no one would finish. <laughs> like no one would be able yeah. to finish the race. So I think it's awesome. Um, that they were able to put on a good show and not have to have like a tire issue. I am a little concerned about um the what was it the axle um I I, I don't know the the transaxle oh, yeah, yeah the cars had that break and it was some of them weren't even getting into incidents. It was just like you know I'm be honest they just broke. I mean I I mean we both grew up with NASCAR when mechanical issues were like. Yeah, I mean, five cars ago, drop out of a race, and I'm not, I'm not saying I am going to root for that because I more hey, you cars don't want in that the to race happen because it'll happen to your driver. Exactly, likely. but it's at least for the start of the season, it's going to be unique. Like, I, I guarantee you, someone having a good top five, maybe even leader of the race, is going to be the last pit stop and is going to break a transaction, and it's just going to be like, wow, that's that's it. Like that's like the first mechanical error we've seen. Like we don't know what else might happen at like a super speedway race or a track mm-hmm. where they actually are going to be like getting like 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 say New Hampshire where like maybe the brakes fail or something. Well, we, let's hope the brakes don't uh, fail. Okay. But you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Basically, like something where they're pushing these cars the absolute limit. So you know we'll see how it goes down the line. This was a nice little fun teaser. So we get to go to Daytona. Um, I mean, hey, we uh, one of my friends brought this up. There were a lot of people at that race. It was their first ever NASCAR race, and the first time they ever saw a car really crash was Eric Almirola. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are people whose first memory of a NASCAR race is Eric Almirola crashing. That's crazy. That was a pretty hard hit too. For a, that was like, a hard a hit. Yeah, and it, he was saying like that was harder than I expected. I'm like, oh Jesus, he only did that like 70 miles an hour. I don't even want to know what's going to happen to someone at Daytona. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm scared because I mean the rumor, I was, the rumors of. Just the can the cars That's take us, these yeah. hits? I, I mean, we'll find they out in ten days. Very flexible, I'll say. Yeah, they're not. They're very stiff. They are extremely stiff. I mean, the the crash with Larson and um, Haley. That I mean, the 
the whole front side of the panel of the car came out and the guts were hanging out. I was like, okay, well, I mean, at least it can come apart, but I don't know how much I want that happening at like high speed. So, you know, we'll hope for the best and everyone's safety at the 500. I mean, maybe they have a really clean race like they used to in the 2000s where no one was crashing that one time. I think it'll be a clean until the third. I think people actually like, because the parts issue every day, it's like, okay, this is actually more of a thing than we want to admit. I think it's keep them, keep them entertained. Like they're going to be relatively conservative, but then it's going to be, I mean, all hell is going to break loose as it does. So, I mean, they were wrecking in practice. So like, Hello. 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 Damn back the sauce is looking fucking crazy. Okay. <laughs> all right. Oh. All right. So, um, where where were we? Just saying how like the balance of conservativeness through um the shit show that the five hundreds inevitably gonna be. I mean, the thing is, you were mentioning the parts, and and I I just. There, some drivers will drive more conservative. I don't think anyone's going to try and cause a wreck on lap 19. Like, you know, but I, you never know with these races, like, how it'll go. That's the biggest thing. So, in my eye, Wait, am I still... No. In my eyes, I'm hoping they can keep it clean. Like, maybe... They keep this one clean. You know that the, the fall race is going to be an absolute shit show. Yeah. Like, I mean, the fall race is going to be an absolute shit show in general, because it's the final race before the playoffs. But. Yeah, um... I mean, the way the way I see it, like, just try and make it through, get to the last 10 laps, and, you know, run in the back and hope that everyone else in front of you crashes. Then mm-hmm. go win the Daytona 500. Yeah. That That's basically it. Like, you know, not to sound dreadful, but, like, you know, it, it kind of feels like keep yourself alive. Yeah. Genuinely speaking. Like, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that stays safe. We'll, we'll get a better idea of how these things draft in a bigger pack on Thursday of next week when we get the, the duels. So, Jesus, man, we're, we're almost there. Dude, I know. It's, we're close. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. Um, I got a couple other things from, from the, um, the Clash. Kyle Larson, uh, you know, it's a it's a little bit of a joke, but I mean, lost lost a little bit of respect for Kyle Larson. You know, he tried to fucking kill Justin Haley. Yeah, that was that was really just, weird. Just weird, like that out was of strange. Like, yeah, I don't know if Kyle Larson wants to all of a sudden embrace being the villain. It, it's a weird time to do that. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you're you're kind of at the peak right now. You know, Kyle Busch isn't retiring anytime soon, and well, I don't know, but like, you know. Just stay the nice champion. I don't know the the guy that keeps his nose clean now. Um, yeah. Post Ganassi Larson. I don't know. That was a weird move and kind of a dick move in my opinion. Like you know, I, I I maybe he was just like, oh, that's a rookie. Let me put him in his place. But I mean, Justin Haley's not even technically a rookie this year. He's like, a. I, he, remember, you saw him win a cup race. I did see him win a cup race, but I forgot he ran like thirty three races last year, dude. Yeah. It's like no one remembers that. No. Um. 
So yeah, it was fucking weird. And and Austin Sindring also got abused a lot. Same with Harrison Burton, man. Does, I don't think anyone likes the rookies this year. Yeah, I don't. The rookies just had like a like a a fun party and didn't invite any of the other veterans. Or like they talking to their wives or some some shit. Like what the fuck's going on with the rookies? Yeah. I feel bad for Haley because didn't he win his heat? Or yeah, he did win. Yeah, he won his heat. Yeah, uh, Harrison should have won his or the LCQ. Yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. you know, there's about, there's about ten different drivers that should have won that one LCQ. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I, can think of, I think of, I can think of one who absolutely shouldn't have. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I can't wait to get to these tears. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that was weird, but I don't know. The rookies. Hopefully they. I, I think that, like, not to sound like a broken record, because I think every year we've done this podcast, I've been like, oh, this is the year that a rookie's going to win a race. It's like, this this could actually genuinely be the year, because it's a brand new car, and it is technically, like, spec NASCAR right now, where the cars are more equal than they've ever been. Well, I'm, you know. I'm going to preview our tiers a little bit. I already have Cindric in the playoffs. There's five road courses in the regular season. No, that's I fair. Mean. I... I... You know, I'm, I'm, I'll I'll save that for when I get there. But yeah, I don't think I have any rookies, to be honest. But I'll I'll double check it. Um, so I guess we can uh, pretty much say I was surprised that Joey Logano did didn't do one of his um one of his, one of his uh, signature. Man, this is freaking awesome! Like, <laughs> oh man, I can't. This is so freaking cool. Leading at the yeah. LA Coliseum. Like, you know, it was it was a Joey Logano win. You know, he always wins the cool races. Really frustrating. But congratulations, yeah. Logano. Me personally not being a fan of you. I hope this is the only win you get all season. I know it won't <laughs> be though. Um and oh also uh congrats on the sex. Yes. Yes, apparently yes. third child on the way. God damn, dude. I, I I'm still convinced Joey Logano is like twenty four. Dude, when they told me he was 31, I'm like, how? He's been in yeah. NASCAR since 2008. Like, yeah. it's so weird to me that he started in the Cup Series when he was like 18. Yeah. It's like Kyle Busch, dude. Kyle Busch is like only 35, and he's been yeah. in the Cup since like 2005. Mm-hmm. Logano and, and Bush have both been in the Cup Series almost as long as each other. Like, that's so weird to me. I, I don't know. Like, Which is so weird because I feel like Logano's so much younger than him. I, only, I think there's only like a four year. Like he's not. It just it feels. Yeah. Like it let me, let yeah. me confirm Kyle Busch's age because I know the Logano is thirty. Yeah, Kyle Busch is thirty six and Logano is okay. thirty one. So yeah, just <laughs> it's weird, man. They've just been here forever, and the problem is, well, for me, Logano's probably going to still be in NASCAR ten years from now. Yeah. Especially the way Kevin Harvick races. Are you kidding? Yeah. Like Logano's probably the next, like you know, Kevin Harvick with his longevity and just the fact that he's like so talented, man. This guy is gonna be a problem for me personally in the next few years. Yeah. All right. Um, that's that. That's about enough of the clash. Uh, you know. Oh, I will say, elegance with. I think that we don't need halftime race shows or whatever. That was really good. I had a great time with Ice Cube there. I mean, uh, he wasn't much thinking at all. Uh, okay, I enjoyed it, and we kind of glossed over this. I did not like the coverage of it because the crowd, like there was no like yeah, audio we mix. We did not talk about how Fox kind of. Yeah. Yeah. That's so like the, the end of the race, they were on board for Logano for like eight laps and then showed the final two laps. And I'm like, I feel like I just missed like a very crucial part of the race. And like, why are how are we, missing, how are we missing shots? Like, how do you miss Blaney's um, helmet toss when it's a quarter mile track? You literally have a camera at every angle. Are you sure? It's ridiculous to me that they missed that. Like, 
Fox's coverage, if this is what we're going to be in for all season, I'm worried. I yeah. I also am like a, on board getting rid of the bumper cam at this point. Like, it's oh, I, I'd be down to ban on It's yeah. like, look, we have onboard camera. Use that. The bumper cam fucking doesn't even give like a good idea of how like far the cars are because like it's so fish-eyed and shit. Like, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like that they did that because legitimately that sh- that stadium is so big that they could have just put a camera somewhere, left it static, and just you would have had a perfect angle of the track the entire time. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, Fox's coverage hopefully gets better. And I, I'll say this, man, I, I really don't like the cartoon characters. Like, Joey Logano does not have rock-hard abs, and half those drivers look like there was something in their pants that surely wasn't a sausage. That's all I, I'll I, say about that. I did appreciate the graphics update. Like, I think the ticker is a very huge improvement. Um, yeah, the ticker is good, at least. Which is nice. And then... But, dude, like, come on. Yeah. Like, fucking Corey yeah. LaJoy does not bench press 300 pounds, okay? <laughs> Like, I'm sorry. I've met him. I shook his hand. He doesn't bench press 300. Like, maybe, like, you know, 200 on a really good day. But, like, they're making him look like he's on fucking roids and he's about to go play for the Raiders after the race. He he didn't know what your shirt meant. Never forget. (laughs) He really didn't. Yeah. (laughs) Can't blame him, dude. He doesn't doesn't speak uh, Playboy Cardi. Anyways, um, all right. So I think that's about that. Um, hopefully we get this again next year where we do an event because apparently they had to tear it up up the track after they were done, which makes sense. They can't really. I don't think the USC players would appreciate the grass being on top of the pavement. Uh, you know, they don't want to break yeah. any of their legs or get a massive concussion. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, where do you think we'll be if we do this again next year? If I had to predict right now, hold on, let me look up. Where's the Super Bowl next year? That's literally, I'm like, when and where is the Super Bowl? Super Bowl um, 2023. I think it's in Arizona. Yeah, oh, so we I can't do it in Arizona because it's a dome. Well, oh, no, I wait. wait, 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 wait. I'm waiting. Okay. Bro, because I someone mentioned this. Um, On Neville about- Stadium? So Yankee Stadium would be a sick fucking place to do like a race because you get like the it's like you know what Concord like raceway is like the triangle. Mm-hmm. Okay, like you could do that at Yankee Stadium. You could because technically Chase Field where the Diamondbacks play, it's a retractable roof, but it can open up. And I'm just saying, I'm gonna put this in chat. Like this kind of works if you like. Like you could make something work here. I was thinking more of the Sun Bowl Stadium. Oh yeah, that is a stadium that does exist. And it yeah, but that one in... sucks, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't like it. I don't. I don't like it. It's not big like um the LA Coliseum. It's the LA Coliseum Junior. That's fair, but I feel like they could make it work. Like, like I mean, fucking Arizona was like, "Hey, LA Coliseum, can I copy your homework?" And they're like, "Yeah, just make sure it doesn't look the same." Yeah, technically it is in El Paso. Um, oh yeah, no, we can't, we can't do that then. But like, I think, I mean, obviously it's got to be in a warm outdoor environment. It's in El Paso, that's in Texas, bozo. I know. That's where they put the sun. Bowl. Yeah. See you later, dude. They can't do that. Get the fuck out of here. All right. I mean, um, that or oh wait, I mean yeah, that. All right. I well, the, I was, I'm, I wouldn't be opposed to them doing it at Yankee Stadium. The best thing has happened there in the last uh, thirteen years. Hey, Kevin, did you know the Yankees haven't won a World Series since 2008? 
Do you know that baseball is not going to happen this year? So it doesn't matter. It is going to happen. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> Nancy. Oh, wait, my quarterback retired, so I'm going to ruin Anthony's fun. All right. Yes. Um. So season preview time. Yes, let's run it. I am excited for my bold takes. All right. So um, you can't share your screen, but where should, what should we do first? So we have five categories right now. We have the final four. We have playoff drivers, fringe, and not a playoff driver, and then a fraud category. Okay, are you having frauds as like drivers? Because like in my fraud category, I have like the part time slash like Rick Ware cars. Do you have anyone that's like an actual? I have four drivers in there, and only one part time. Okay, then I'm interested to see where this goes. Should we? You want to do fraud first, and then move our way up? I'll say my fraud first. I'm kind of just, just going like tears. Like, I don't think anyone's going to be like super bad per se. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to say my frauds. I have the the 62 car beard oil, the 16, the 27, the 66, the 15, and the 78. You took it literal with like, okay, but yes, I have I no expectations. The 16 is kind of interesting because we have a couple drivers sharing that this year with is Almondinger, Hemrick, and Gragson, right? Those are the three? Or is there a fourth? That is, uh, I think double that's check. it. I'll I think that's it. it real quick. Yeah, so I mean, I get that, but that, I'm, I'm I'm surprised you put them in the fraud category. I didn't, you know, I, I think Colleague's going to be decent this year. I don't know about playoffs, but I think they'll be decent. I'm just saying. That's funny. And then you got kind of like all the drivers that I put in the not a playoff uh, car. So we kind of were different on that. So mine is a little more controversial. So I have the 42. Okay. I have the 62 because there's Noah Gragson. I think he's a fraud. Um, and then I have the six because I think Brad Keselowski is going to get exposed as a fraud this year. Really? I, I Dude, that car... Dude, fucking Rick Ware won a race. Roush is the worst forward. I, okay, I'm not disagreeing. I just... I, I mean, technically fair. the 78 exists, but like, you know. Yeah. Like I want to like I'm I'm putting my expectations so low for Brad Keselowski this year because I don't think Roush has a chance in hell of making the playoffs. Like maybe in a um, super speedway race, which obviously they are very good, and Keselowski is very very good. But Brad Keselowski is also very very good at finding a wall. So he doesn't have a teammate that'll do that to him at least. But we'll see. And then I have the ten car because Eric Almirola. It's his final year, and I mean, dude, I'm not trying to be negative about someone's last season, but on God, besides like a, a, a lucky win here or there, has any driver's last season been good? Uh, like Jeff, Jeff Gordon. Gordon made it to the final four because Brad Keselowski and Matt Kenseth got into it at, at, like, at Martinsville. That's the only reason Gordon made it to the final four yeah. that year. But in terms of Jimmy Johnson didn't win a race. Dale Jr. missed, like, half the season that year because of a concussion, if I recall correctly, and just fucking, like, or no, that was the season before, but still, like, you know, just wasn't a threat. Tony Stewart got that lucky win at Sonoma, which, I mean, give him credit, he drove the fucking piss out of that car. Mm -hmm. Still, like, what else did he do that year? I mean, you were even explaining it. Like, he didn't even race the 500 that year. So, I don't, dude, Eric Almirola... He's, he's a fraud, dude, and, and I can't wait to see Ryan Priest in that car next year. Because he will win races and expose Eric Almirola as a fraud. The same way that Eric Almirola exposed Danica Patrick as a fraud. Okay. We all knew that. 
All right, so not a playoff driver, and I've, I've got a little more controversial picks here, Kevin. Because these are drivers that are just not going to be like when. Because here's how I look at it: like the fringe drivers are the ones when you get to about like three to four races to go, they are there. They can get it in points. Obviously, mm-hmm. any of these drivers can get it with a win, but they're there in points. So I have, um, and I'll just do this in the order I put it. I didn't really put it in any specific order because I have. So I have the 38 of um Todd, mm-hmm. 21 of Harrison. The 16 car in general, just because I don't know who's racing it. The 66, 51, 27. I don't even know why they're there. The 47. Is really? the 77 full-time with Landon? Uh, No, he's full-time. He can't make, yeah, he can't make uh, the playoffs anyway, so I don't know what they're yeah. doing. Um, Corey LaJoy, and I have Chris Buescher there as well. Okay. And then the 15 and the 78, they don't really matter. I really think that Buescher could be a fringe driver at the end, but like... If RFK is not good, and I, this is me basing it off the fact I don't think they're going to be good this year, yeah. then, yeah, they're they're going to be a little fucked. Um, I'm going to go stir the bolognese. I don't trust it. It's smelling weird. <laughs> um. All right. So, Kevin, who's your non-playoff drivers? So, for non-playoff, um, these are guys I don't think are even going to compete. I have the 38 car of Todd Gillen, the 77, Corey LaJoy, the Rick Ware racing car, um, the 51 being the 34, the 42, and the 43. Okay, you're really just not, not even going to put any, you're not giving any faith in GMS and Petty this year, it looks like? I'm not. No, that's fine. Um, I have a little bit more faith, and the 42 is not going to make the playoffs, but I feel like if they're going to drive like dickheads, there's a chance that they could do something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that you have them there. And then, um, I don't know. We'll we'll get to the fringe. So, my fringe drivers, these are the first ones out. I have this in order the way I think it's going to finish for them. Okay, I do too. So, I have the 41 as the first. Well, hang on. Let me. Should I go backwards or forwards? I'd go backwards. That's okay. Up. Well, hang on. I got to actually count. <laughs> okay. So I have like 23 cars here or 23. Okay. I have the 23rd through 17. So I have in 23rd, gotcha. Chase Briscoe. I just don't see enough out of him to think that this is a season that he's going to take that next step. I don't okay. know why. I, I don't know what's happened. Like I, Stuart Haas, if they, if they turn the, 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 like, the corner this year and they actually get their shit together, they're a good team. But I mean, I just still don't. I'm basing this off last year's faith almost. Yeah. So I'm not certain on Chase Briscoe. I have him uh, in 23rd. 22nd, I have McDowell because yeah, it's it's Michael McDowell. He's not great, but you never know, man. He can get he can riddle off like a couple top tens. He gets like eight top tens. You're kind of there at the end of the season, whether you were trying or not. So I mean, you never know. Short tracks and like I said, spec NASCAR. He's not a bad driver. He's just kind of a dickhead. Um, <laughs> 21st, I have Eric Jones. I'd like okay. to put him higher, but I just you know, I don't I, unless he can sneak a win. I don't really see it. This one hurt because I really thought he could be a playoff driver. Oh, I guess this is twentieth. Sorry. Um, so Eric Jones twenty first, Justin Haley in twentieth. You know, it's only because like I don't know what colleague's going to do at like the intermediates. Yeah, I think they're going to be fine at um the super speedways because they're going to do what they always do in Xfinity and just work together to keep like them. Him, the 16, and whoever's in the 77 are all just going to work together and basically do what they do in Xfinity. So, 
That'll be fun to see. Um, and then 19th, I have Bubba. I still don't think he's a playoff driver. And I I hope that the car gets better. But I just don't think he's there yet to get in on points. However, he could definitely sneak a win at one of these super speedways because he's already shown he's he can win and, and make moves at the end of the race to, to keep put himself in position. A little controversial because I know you said you put him in, but I have Cindric in 18th. Oh, okay. I, you know, you mentioned the road courses, but, uh, dude, he raced the road courses last year and drove like shit. Like, yeah, I get it. It's a different the, car. It's a different yeah. car, but, like, you know. I, this is a show me moment for, like, show me okay. that you're good. Show me that you're good. Like, because it's like okay. Briscoe. Like, you know, you were good in Xfinity. Like, you were winning a lot of races. Now, show me that you're good in Cup. Um, and then I have the last one just barely missing it, and I'll even put a little back us. I think he'll miss it by, like, two points. Cole Custer. I think it's going to be a good season for Cole. I think he's finally got the experience and the confidence to start like figuring shit out because he has to, otherwise he's going to lose his fucking yeah. ride in two years. No, so, his, his dad's like president of the team. He's fine. Yeah. Well. Anyways. Okay. So give me your fringe drivers, and you can do it in the same order. Just make sure you count correctly, because I sure can't. Okay. All right. So I got twenty-six through seventeen here. So. Forgive me, but uh, and I'm just gonna rattle them off. Really, no big thinking. Harrison Burton, 26. Um, Chris Buescher in the 17. I just don't think that Roush is gonna have a good year. Yeah, you and me both. Yeah. Uh, 24th, I have Bubba. I really nothing to base it off of. I think going to. I think whenever you go from one car to two cars in an organization, it hurts. Okay. Um, and I think he's gonna. I, I just feel like it's it's gonna be a close field this year. Um, no, that's fair. Like I said, spec NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Eric Almarola in what twenty second? Justin Haley twenty first. Ross Chastain in twenty, or I guess he's in twenty first. Um, Kozlowski in twentieth. I I think you're right. Yeah. You get the nail on the head. Uh, I think Roush is gonna struggle this year. I don't think it's going to be a long-term struggle. I think they'll get better, but I think... Uh, this is a rebuild. Yeah. Um, 19th, Cole Custer. 18th, Daniel Suarez. And Hurts. 17th, just once again by like two points, Austin Dillon. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, clearly I can see already where we're differing a lot here. Yes. And then um, I feel like for the playoffs, let's go. Do you have them by, like, rounds? Yeah, I have them by rounds. Okay. I, I put them in the order I think they're going to go. So I think for my – do you want to – here, you go first for this one because I went first last one. We'll snake draft this. All right, sounds good. Round of 16, I have eliminating – I'll give you a reason why they're making the playoffs. Stenhouse in 16th place. <laughs> I think – you heard me. You heard me. Okay. Tell I me think, why. I think that organization going from two cars to one car is going to help. I think okay. this package is going to put it a little bit more in the driver's hands. Stenhouse is a damn good driver. Um, no, I think, I mean, super speedways are always a thing, and I just signs signs point there. He does um, have Brian Patty as his crew chief, and yep, yep. Shout out to the Brian Patty FSU stand. That's all I got to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. F- FSU gang over here. So FSU you think gang. Brian Patty's an FSU fan? Hey. He's paying tuition. He might as well be. 
Eh, you can pay tuition and still not be a fan. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, um, it's funny you have Stenhouse in there, man, because I, I almost wanted to put him in the fraud category. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's my, It's one of my bold predictions. In no, 15th, you're good. That's a, that is a bold prediction. I got a couple bold predictions. Don't you worry. In 15th, I have Briscoe. I think he's going to have a solid year. I don't know if he's going to win, but I think he's going to have just a decent points here. Um, build a little bit. In 14th, I have Kurt Busch. I think he gets his one win a year, and that's it. As tradition. Yes, correct. And then Cindric, I wanted to put him higher, honestly, but I think just because of his rookie, and I'm not sure how far he's going to perform, because I guess NASCAR like nerfed him this week. Um, he is my 13th place. What do you mean nerfed? I guess like they changed something in the wind tunnel to where okay. like Ford was ahead, and now they're not like behind. It's kind of too much, too they early did. to tell how much that's going to impact it, but I'm using, I'm grasping at straws here. NASCAR did a patch update. Yeah, literally. Where where do you think that Kurt Busch is getting his one win? Because I, I, I kind of wanted to do this. This is like a, something that we could probably get right. No, because it's it's literally the most random race. Like last year, Atlanta 2. It's yeah, this so year. I'm, here, let me do the schedule because I can guarantee you I, I, can, I can probably place where it's going to be. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm pick. I'm gonna pick this with confidence because he's never won here. I think. Okay. And I. I think he's kind of trying to knock some tracks off his list. I think okay. he'll win at Richmond of all places. He won there, and I was gonna say that, but he already won there. When did did he win there with Haas? He won there in 2015. Yeah, with Haas. Okay. I mean, dude, yeah. I'm still gonna pick Richmond because I feel That's like. Fair. Which it's one? either gonna. It's gonna be a short track. Um, the seventh race this season. I'll put okay. it as an early win. I think he'll get a Fox win. It's okay. either going to be that or, more, or the the first Martinsville race. I think that like around that area, he's going to like start picking up steam because like the first few races, he's got to get used to being with like a new team and like the new car and everything. And then once he gets going, it's Kurt Busch, dude. He's a seasoned veteran. They 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 yeah. brought him over to um to twenty three eleven for a reason. Okay, yeah. so my first four out in sixteenth, I have Chastain because I I think that um I think that Chastain's going to improve being in a more stable organization than what Ganassi yeah. was last year with how they were just like pretty much yeah. like falling apart. And Chastain had some good races last year. He got a car I that was pretty him, bad. I saw him finish second in person. Yeah, so yeah. I have faith in Chastain. Uh 15th I have Austin Dillon. Um and I just think that like besides the fact RCR is a mid-tier team, I think Austin Dillon is just he, he consistently at least can put himself in a position to make the playoffs. Whether he wins or not will be seen, but I think he may- gets bounced in the first round. I want to see Daniel Suarez in the playoffs. That's the only reason I put him in there. It's I would love time. to see Suarez. I th- and I want to see that 99 in there. So I think yeah. Daniel Suarez makes it and gets bounced in the first round. And it pains me because I want to see him get to the round of eight, but Kurt Busch will probably get bounced in the first round as well. I, I just I hate it, but... Speaking of Kurt, well, I never said where his one win is going to be. I'm sorry, thinking, yeah. I'm thinking... Uh, Nashville. That'd be fucking sick. He has been really something at these intermediates lately. Yeah. Kentucky, what was it, Vegas and and Atlanta? He's kind of got to knock him off the list then. Yeah, you might be right on this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll give that one to you. Well, Nashville's not a mile and a half, but you know what I mean. It's intermediate. Yeah, it's basically. Okay, so I'll do my round at 12 um, before I have to do another Bolognese check. Mm -hmm. Um, I just realized it sounds like balls. Um, Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um the next four out I have Tyler Reddick um getting knocked out here. I mean, you know, dude, I think this is the year Reddick wins a race. He could win two before the playoffs start. 
he's good. And if the RCR is actually for real this year, yeah. Redick is uh Redick might be showcasing his talents because he's probably gonna be looking to move up into a better ride once uh someone eventually retires in in the Chevy mm-hmm. camp. Um then I got Will Byron, Billy Billy B. Billy Scoots. Yeah, Billy Scoots. I don't know if he'll win anything, but uh you know, he showed promise at the beginning of last season. Maybe he'll just be like Russell Wilson and just be a god the first six races and fall apart. Fair. Um and Kevin Harvick, which I also think midway through the season, Kevin might announce he's retiring. He might get sick and tired of this car and not want to do it next year. But I think that this car might be fun to drive, and maybe we'll get Kevin again to do his final year next year. But he's not going to make it to the round of eight, sadly. He's just not showing me anything that, that's like, you know, he's in it for the long run. And then, unfortunately, I thought I, I felt like he, man, he could be like a wild card to make the final four. But I think Christopher Bell's going to get eliminated in the round of 12. I think that he's really good, and he'll start showcasing that talent. This year, I just don't want another Eric Jones situation where it's like, oh, he only got one win. See ya. Really? So, you know, even though Jones got two, it's still like, you know, I don't want to lose um, Christopher Bell after all this talk of his talent. So, all right, what do you got for your round of 12? All right, round of 12. Are you in a stir so I can I can roll off? Uh, yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a nice little stir. All right, my round of 12, I hate to have him out because I think he's going to, I think he's going to win this year, first of all. Um, then also just have a good year. I'm feeling Tyler Reddick, uh, Harvick on the same boat. Like, I think he makes it there, but not much farther. I think Ford will, not like struggle, but Stuart Haas will struggle to a degree. Um, Hamlin, I just, I think he's washed. I know Anthony probably won't agree with that, but I think we've already seen his last championship fight. And then my last one, and it, I, I feel like he was punching above his weight class last year making the round of eight with those four wins. But Alex Bowman, I think he got some lucky wins, and I don't think he's going to have those points this year to rely on like he did last year. So he is my final guy getting eliminated in the round of 12. Uh, now if I'm going to the... I want to hear what you just said. Just repeat it really quickly. Uh, Hamlin, Harvick, Reddick, Bowman. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, round of eight, though, I have... Billy Scoots, I am getting that far. I think he wins a couple of races this year. I think um, I said that last year. I did, and he was trending right, and then he just didn't win the. He just he he won Homestead, and he said, "All right, I met Mike Weta. Um I got Blaney. I got Truex, and I got Chase Elliott not making the final four. Yeah, your eyes your are a little, a little similar in some regards, I guess. Um, yeah with certain things i guess i don't actually so my um my one's looking on uh, the outside looking in i got uh kyle bush okay um chase elliott again also not making it um joey logano only because i hate joey logano mm-hmm. um and i also just don't know if he'll he'll even because now he thinks he's the number one penske driver but i i think that uh with martin shurig's jr being the last person I have out, that means there might be a new number one. I was going to say, it's trending. Harrison Burton. Oh. Rope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so with that, my final four pretty much is uh, I got Ryan Blaney, Alex Bowman, Denny wow, Hamlin, Bowman. and Kyle Art. Yeah, I got the hack in there. Sheesh. Dude, I think that like Bowman keeps getting better every single season. He keeps I, okay, getting so- 
more impressive with the way that he's able to drive different tracks, win at different places, and put himself in a position to be there at the end of races, because it's not just about having a car all day. I think two of his wins last year, he put himself in a position, and if there's a driver I can think about that used to put himself in positions when he didn't have the best car all day, and also drove the fucking 48 car... <laughs> I think that Alex Bowman's going to make it to the Final Four this year. I have a lot of faith, but I mean, he won't be the only Hendrick car there. And he also won't be the only Hendrick car competing to get there. I think Chase Elliott's going to put up a good fight, but something shitty is going to happen at the end of the year, probably. So... See, my rationale for Bowman is I agree he's getting better, but I think he overshot his weight class last year. I think he's he kind of... No, I'm not going to say he fluked into a couple wins, but if you look at the races that he won, like Pocono... No, he put himself in position. Yeah, and I I don't think he'll be able to capitalize this year on that. Not to his fault. I just think less random bullshit is going to happen. We'll see how it works, man. I think if the more, I think if anything more random bullshit might happen. This is a new car, Kevin. I, people's people's I, fucking sway bars might fall out of the fucking I, thing. I I have stated my facts, and I'm gonna sit go it. for it. Show, so I don't have a champion. I really don't think I can pick one. Because, like, you know, heart says Hamlin, brain says Larson. So, but obviously, I, I also wouldn't be mad if Blaney won. Tentatively, I have Kyle Busch as my champion. Um, I just, it's hard to bet against him. I have Larson there. I have Logano there. And then my bold prediction of the year, as you may be noticing, Anthony, I did not say one driver's name. I have Christopher Bell in the final four. So you took the same idea I had where I think that he's going to do really well, but I thought he might kind of flutter out into the round of 12 because that is also a tough round. I'm pretty sure round of 12 this year is um let me just look yeah it's texas talladega charlotte roval not a strong suit for christopher bell necessarily speaking but so, i think he'll like survive in advance because he's decent well, at the roval well if you look at the round of eight that's actually more of his wheelhouse he got vegas homestead in martinsville that's that's, no, that's good picks there i was that's thinking good more picks. kansas Oh wait, no, Kansas. And... No, Kansas is not. Kansas is round of sixteen now. They they switched the playoffs up on us. Wait, what is round of eight? Is it Homestead, Martinsville, it's and Vegas? Homestead, Martinsville. Oh, now. Vegas. Okay, I Vegas, know, Kansas, yeah. same thing. <laughs> they they gotta switch these times around. Now. Yeah, I I still Homestead so, at two thirty is tough, dude. No, you're yeah. honestly. I I was thinking like, okay, maybe this man might put Reddick in his final four this year because I know you. Love I thought about Reddick, it. I thought about it. He's not in a good enough car. So, I don't know. Yeah. Dude, speaking about good enough cars, though, I want to transition over to some cars that look good enough to win every fucking race this year. That was clean. That was clean. Dude, I'm proud of you. Today, we got a sick reveal. Two sick reveals, in my opinion. I think the car might have to take a backseat to Sebastian Vettel's newfound hair. It's, it's Red Bull vibes. They're winning, they're winning everything. I mean, I think Aston Martin alone might just win like three races just from the car itself. It looks great. I We're finally getting some reveals. So last week we didn't know that the Haas reveal what it looked like. And I literally said they just copied and pasted it onto the new car. So really? I kind of predicted that one correctly. Yeah. Um, I completely forgot that Max wanted to be the number one. Until I saw it, and I was like, oh yeah, we haven't had a one car since Vettel in a Red Bull. Because Rosberg retired, and Hamilton always sticks with the 44. Yeah, they they changed it. Like, the rules were, like, in constructors, that would be who got, like, one and two. So, like, Red Bull were always one and two. That's why, like, the whole, like, multi-21, that was, like, their numbers. 
Yeah, no, I, I get it. it yeah. Regardless, though, we haven't seen a one car in a while, and now the champion is allowed mm-hmm. to pick it. And I remember Hamilton saying, like, I don't want to pick it because I'm not worried yeah. about defending the last championship. I'm worried about winning this championship. Which, yeah, I, 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 mama I, mentality I, right there. I think in 2014 is when it changed. I mean, like, why... You, you should want everyone expressing their personality at least to some degree, and if they can't even choose a number, I mean, come on. Oh, yeah, that was annoying for a while. I'm glad they, they, yeah. they let them pick their own numbers, but regardless, um, the Red Bull looks fucking nice. I didn't realize they were sponsored by Oracle this year, and of course, it's sad not seeing the Honda anywhere on it, but I, I kind of like the Red Bull, to be honest. It's nice. It is nice. I uh, I just think compared to the Aston Martin, it's going to oh, yeah, be hard no. to beat. I don't know if anyone's going to be able to really outshine the Aston Martin. I feel like Mercedes is going to really surprise us with their scheme. I, I think Ferrari, if they have some black accents, and then McLaren, if they switch the blue for like a dark gray. I think that I think that Ferrari is going to look corny as hell. I don't like their uh, shirts. I don't like their team team shirts, the, to be honest. The McDonald's you. uniforms? Yeah. For... <laughs> their That's engine's going to make that fucking beeping noise that the kitchen makes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um... Yeah, so what do we got next on the F1 um, car reveals? So we got... McLaren, I, I looked it up this morning. McLaren's tomorrow for their um, F1 team, ND team, some like E-Series e- team, then their uh, they, like, off-road. They backed out an E-NASCAR, so I don't know what they're yeah. doing. These noses, I gotta get used to the noses because it almost looks like a Formula 2 car the way that the noses look on them. Yeah, I, I don't like, that's the one thing I don't like about the Red Bull scheme is that the nose, it's just awkward yellow nothing there for a little bit. And I'm like, it, something could have been better there. Maybe probably, it's just the design. They'll probably fix it once they yeah. get to the start of the season. Man, I just can't believe fucking Sebastian Vettel's hair grew back, man. That's crazy. It's clean. It's clean. You get away from Get away from uh, Ferrari and look what happens. I, mm-hmm. I think that McLaren is probably going to... Um, they're probably going to just stay with the orange. I can't imagine they're going to be taking too much out of what they already have. You have a good thing going. But we'll yeah. see. You know, Maybe they do what they do in IndyCar with like Pato, where they maybe take a little more of the, the orange out and they put more black into it. But I mean, we, we saw what happened when they tried that in the mid-2010s and the car was stinky. So mm-hmm. Speaking of McLaren, did you see the news today about your boy Lando? Okay, first of all, I'm more of a Ricardo fan. Um, oh, we, we like Lando, too. Come on. We do, yeah. I'm, I'm glad he got that extension. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I saw the okay the most weird stat of all time, I think, in Formula 1. If he lives out his contract, doesn't, like, switch teams or anything till the end of 2025, he will be McLaren's most tenured driver in terms of race starts. Ever? Ever. Well, yeah, I, that makes sense because I, it wouldn't be in years. But like, you think about it, like even when like Co- not Kovacian, I'm Hikinen was winning championships for McLaren. Mm-hmm. I mean, they only had like 14 races back then. We got yeah. like 23, 24 now. It was just a weird stat because like Lando, a, that is a weird stat. Like, yeah, still not like a rookie, but like I don't feel like he's already on his fourth year. Yeah, it is year four, Lando. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. dude, I hope he gets the win this year. Yeah, I hope this is the year. Um, we'll we'll see. So, shall we shall we run out the field, or is there was there anything? Yeah, else? I was gonna I was gonna do a little bit of some salutations and congratulations. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so salutations to Fox Broadcasting. The fact that we didn't get to see the Ryan Blaney um, uh, yeah. throw, yeah, was absolutely criminal. But also, 
what did he? Who picked up the Hans device for him? Because he got back in the car ten minutes later. That was the yeah. weirdest thing. So I was gonna say also salutations to Ryan Blaney's neck. I, I'm sure it didn't feel that good. They didn't have time to really fix it properly. But you know, regardless, um, congratulations to Team Penske though. Automatically, right now, the most winningest car owner in the next gen era. So. Congratulations to Roger Penske, and I'm sure we'll keep that going when Ryan Blaney wins the Daytona. Oops, did I just give away my pick for next week? Um, <laughs> what else we got? Um, I just want to do a little quick salutation. Congratulations. I didn't really have too much going on for that. I'm trying I, to see what else. We I'm had something excited. happen today. Did we? Oh. Well, yeah, I guess congratulations to Sammy Smith. He's going to be in the um, – He's, I guess he'll be the ARCA champion this year because he's going to be in the A-team Camry unless um, unless Heim time is in the 20 full-time. I don't know. I thought Heim was full-time in trucks. I think he is, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. not so certain. Dude, how about Four Loco sponsoring a NASCAR? Yeah, that's I, had P- <laughs> I had PTS, PTSD from – from that because I just remembered like the smell of the old four logos. Kevin, you were too young to to remember, but um back in the day when I was uh started drinking, they they put caffeine in the Red Bull or in the oh, yeah. in the four logos. Those things were deadly. They were. I, I had, like, literally Yeah, I had like yeah. a few of those back in the day when I was like about to graduate high school, you know. Oh no, he he drank when he was a kid. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Um <laughs> you know, I it was um it was really weird. Like, and I just, I I can still smell it because it smells like nail polish remover. I hope yeah. they make a Four Loco Gold car. That's all I'll say. That might be a diecast I'd sick. pick up. Dude, Four yeah. Loco Gold has gotten me through a lot of college. Um, Apparently, Noah Gragson's new sponsor, Cure Token, is a fake scheme. Yeah, that was like... I kind of alluded to putting that car in the fraud category because oh, that's funny. Yeah, I didn't even I yeah, didn't even put that yeah. in there. Oh, that's fucking yeah. hilarious. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm tired. Or... I'm tired of seeing Adam Stern tweet about some new NFP deal that NASCAR has. Let it be known, man. Yeah. I don't. Do you, are you, you? I think I asked you this already. You don't do NFTs in crypto, right? No, I mean, okay. I think crypto is not bad. No, crypto is uh, not bad. It is legit, but like I also NFTs a lot of these crypto is... coins are bullshit, though. Yes, um, NFTs are fucking bullshit. Uh, dude, someone was saying it's like a Ponzi scheme. Like you hit the nail right on the head. Digital um, beanie babies. That's all I got to say. It's weird. Um, I got about four minutes before I gotta go stir this bolognese, so we can finish <laughs> up. Um, Dad Moffat is going to be racing in trucks. Oh wow, good for him. In a GMS nice room. Yeah, that thing looks really nice. Um, what do we got here? Uh, JD uh, Motorsports announced their lineup, which, dude, they're only doing two cars. That's crazy. Which is good because I think they need to downsize to. Well, they kind of did, and I hope this helps Vargas. And Bailey Curry's a really good driver, and he's gonna be in the four full time. So, I hope okay, they is, don't... is is Vargas full time. That's what it says on the Twitter announcement. Okay. So let me just double check that. Like, they it, they better not is. do what they did last year and take him out for a road course. Exactly. Let him race. Exactly. Ryan has been getting better and better, and I really think that you know he's first of all he's one of the most charismatic people like oh, yeah. in the garage and on Twitter. Like he interacts with so many of his fans, and he's he's a really good guy. So we're you know Andy's an alumni of the podcast, so he's been on here once. So, you know, great mm-hmm. guy Ryan Vargas. 
we're, we're hoping that, uh, you know, he gets the full-time season and doesn't have any stupid incidents where someone has to come in. Like, I don't, I don't want to see any of that shit, so yeah. let's go Vargas. Um, I don't really... Okay, um, some shit about... so. Oh, <laughs> dude, we're going to have an Earnhardt and a black uh, 24 car. In a Toyota, nonetheless. In a Toyota, well, dude. <laughs> Dale's rolling around in his grave. <laughs> He's doing I'm gonna sleep car. peacefully with it with, with Jeffrey and that son bitch car. He's, he's doing cartwheels, man. Oh my god, dude! He's gonna fucking jump out of his grave and come beat someone up. He can't believe it. I, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's I think it's great to see uh, Jeffrey in in the Toyotas again. Uh, my my last thing I'm gonna say for this week is my favorite um, R slash NASCAR post of the week today, eight hours ago, by Heavy Right Foot Nineteen. Pondering the question, wondering what made NASCAR races smell so good. I saw that and laughed so hard. Dude, that gasoline, baby. That's that Octane 97, <laughs> I think, is what they run. I don't even know. Like, what gasoline does NASCAR I got. I guess in the past it was lead fuel. And oh, why. well, now it's oh, lead fuel. Yeah, there, yeah. there it is. So it's Sunoco Green E15, a 98 Octane. I don't know, man. I'm like Jerry Mayfield. Where is that Octane '93 you're wearing? Yeah, that's 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 what I remember, dude. I don't know, man. He's on point, and there's something about a NASCAR race that just it that smell intoxicating. Probably not good for you either, but uh, but know, that's NASCAR. That's NASCAR. It's not yeah. good for you. <laughs> that should be that should be the thing. The 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 real tagline next year: NASCAR. Yeah. It's not good for you. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Kevin's actually been doing a good job with the Instagram. I noticed a post today, so thank you for that one. I got um, you, and I, I have a video yeah. I'm going to send you on. Uh, I'll send it to you right now that you can post to the Twitter because it was a cool advertisement yeah, that I that happened to cross too. cross along, and I think uh, all on Twitter would enjoy it. Perfect. Okay. Um, I'm still not sure if I'm going to be going to Daytona, but if I do, I'm definitely, uh, you know, I'll post on the Twitter about it. Y'all can obviously come say hi. I don't know if any of you guys who are listening are going, but if you do, hell yeah. Um, make sure, So yeah, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Make sure to subscribe to us on um, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're going to be there. So go ahead and subscribe. Give us a five-star rating on both Spotify and iTunes and make sure to leave a review on um, iTunes because it definitely helps us move up in the algorithm. Um, dude, next week is episode 100. That's crazy. And the 500 preview. And we, the 500 we very preview. well. We're gonna we're gonna try and get some guests for next week. I think my buddy Eric is coming on. Not much of a special guest, but he is a very special person. So we'll have more screaming going on in the chat. Methy will be back. I'll try and get Alex on here as well if we can. Dude, maybe I'll reach out to Nolan and try and make peace with the man. I don't know. Should we live record during a duel? We should totally record on Twitch, but we're gonna get DCMA'd so fucking quickly if that happens. Uh... Uh, dude, what we gotta do is what I've been doing with the reaction and make sure to check out my buddy Twisted Toes videos I'm gonna get Mike on for an episode at some point so I'm in a lot of his videos reacting to the races check those out because I mean I'm not really doing anything to like hype up the podcast but it's just fun to react with the boys on that so check that out I'm doing content yeah. there and I will be on Twitch soon also doing content <laughs> but uh yeah we'll, we'll figure something out for the duels I think we could do something fun for that yeah. anyways um yeah, we'll see you guys next week for the Daytona 500 preview. I've been Anthony. 
And I've been Kevin. Love you guys. Bye.